Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Global Heart Stream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, and I want to say buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It's lovely to see some names I recognize here on the chat. Hello, Cindy. Hello, Mary XXOO. <laughs> Hello, Ellen Veronica. Hello, Roger. Portsmouth. Where is Portsmouth? <laughs> uh, hello, Anne-Marie. Hello, Charity. Uh, hello, Amanda. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Hello, Pernilla. Hello, Geraldine. Welcome to this weekly broadcast. Um, I have a few announcements I want to make. As you notice, I am broadcasting from a slightly different platform, which allows me to broadcast straight into YouTube, as we have been doing since we began this series of weekly broadcasts. Uh, but it also allows me to also broadcast live straight into Facebook. So this broadcast is going simultaneously to Facebook and YouTube. And then the other thing that uh, started happening, I think three weeks ago, the audio of these live broadcasts is also being published in the podcast feed. So if you subscribe to my podcast, you can also listen to this weekly heart streams. Ah, this is so exciting. I love change. I really love change. Uh, Granada is so colorful at this time of the year. I was walking yesterday through the beautiful Federico Garcia Lorca um, Park, and it's just incredibly the, the, the roses, the rose garden. It's probably one of the biggest, most beautiful rose gardens I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, yeah, it's a sign that spring is here, is here to stay at least for a little while. And uh, I love the energy of newness and rebirth that always comes here in the Northern, Northern Hemisphere with springtime. Um, another announcement I wanna make is that um, I just completed this past Sunday, a three-part training series at the Academy called Heart Leadership 101, or rather Heart Leader 101, where for the past three weeks, we covered the basics of what heart leadership is, uh, what are the different steps of the journey of heart leadership, the obstacles, the main roadblocks that most heart leaders need to overcome, and then finally, the nine essential skills. So if any of you would like to watch the three-part workshop series that I've been doing every Sunday for the past three weeks, they are available at the Academy for um, Heart Leader Academy, <laughs> the Heart Leader Academy, okay? How did you get to the Academy? Well, if you go to my website, gabrielgonsalves.com, you'll see up in the top menu bar, you see where it says Academy. So click on that, it will take you to the Academy. It's free to register. You need to open an account, and then once you access the academy, then you can access the three-part training series. I had several of my students as guests, and we had the opportunity to have some deeper conversations about their individual journey as they were going through the program, what it is that they're getting ready to do now, and 
explore this topic of what does it mean to be a heart leader. All right, wonderful. Uh, hello, Sophia. You're new here. Well, welcome. You're a newbie. Yeah. Raise your hand if you're a newbie. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome. Lovely to have you here. Hello, Yolanda from Goa, India. Wow. Charity from Thailand. What a beautiful name. It reminds me of uh, so many people in South Africa, especially a lot of people from Zimbabwe have names like that. Faith, trust, charity. Ah, beautiful name, charity. One of the three uh, important virtues spoken about in the Bible that relate to love. Wonderful. And uh, what's the other, the third announcement I wanted to make? Okay, yes. Um, I wanted to remind you that this, at the end of this month, the last weekend of this month, I will be hosting another Opening the Heart online weekend retreat. It's an invitation for anybody that wants to be part of a safe environment where you can open your heart and release all the emotional wounds and trauma that have been keeping you from accessing greater joy or love. It's a wonderful opportunity to do that. Uh, it's broken down into three sections over the weekend. We start on Saturday at 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And then do a three-hour session, another three-hour session in the afternoon, and a third session on Sunday morning, where we're, in essence, we're using different tools and techniques to release all these old emotional blocks, in essence, removing what Dr. Um, Bradley Nelson, uh, the creator of the emotion, co emotion uh, code, sorry, calls the heart wall. So we're, in essence, tapping and chipping away at this wall around our hearts and welcoming a greater sense of connection with ourselves, with life, with each other, and with divinity. Okay, wonderful. Hello, Ana Lopez. Uh, yeah, wonderful, welcome here. Um, yeah, one of these days we're gonna be doing this broadcast in Spanish, <laughs> I don't know when or how. Wonderful, okay. Ah, all right. So if you recall, those of you who are new and, and uh, may not be aware of this, but we began three weeks ago a series of 12 um, sessions, basically, or the 12 virtues of the heart. It's an exercise I began about five, six years ago when I was putting together this framework that I call heart leadership, which in essence was my attempt at creating some kind of a system or a framework that would allow someone to uh, embody what Teshteiner refers to as the five ways of being. And so, um, you know, in his book, Waking Up With Everyone Around Us, he talks about the goal is to be heart directed. And obviously to be heart directed in essence means to be love directed. But my question was, well, what does that actually mean and how do you embody that? And that's when I then came up with this 12 heart virtues. So today we're exploring what is under this list of 12 heart virtues, virtue number four, which is humility. So in case you've missed the previous ones, Virtue number one was appreciation. It's the key to opening the heart. In fact, the 
Institute of HeartMath in their research, they've discovered that every time that we move into the energy, the vibration or the emotion of appreciation, there is a vibrational shift in the frequency of energy that's emitted by the heart. The heart begins to vibrate at the frequency of 0.1 hertz. And when that happens, then it creates a larger expanded electromagnetic field where all systems begin to unify or to become coherent because that's the essence of what heart coherence is. So appreciation is what allows you to return to the natural flow of life instead of going against life, arguing with life, fighting with life. Right? That's what we want to be in a place where we begin to appreciate or find value in the things that are part of our experience, the human, and begin to see it at all as part of the whole. From there, we moved on to compassion. From there, we then went on to forgiveness. There were a lot of comments after last week's uh, forgiveness conversation and guided meditation of a lot of healing that happened with a lot of people. I received several emails um, basically with people just sharing how the process from last week's guided meditation helped them reach levels of forgiveness that they had not experienced before. So I'm really glad that these meditations are being useful uh, to many of you and that you're finding a lot of value from them. So as I said just a few moments ago, today we're focusing on the fourth virtue, which is the virtue of humility. The word humility comes from the word humus, humus, not what you eat, H-U-M-U-A-S, <laughs> H-U-M-U-S, humus, which means earth, earth. So the word humility in essence means to be grounded, to be connected to the earth. That's why one of the probably most um, recognizable signs of humility is when we get on our knees. If you ever heard anybody say, well, I, I tried everything and then I just finally surrendered to God. I dropped down on my knees and I started to pray. Well, what happened at that moment was you became close to the ground. What actually, what you we're what you're made of, what we're made of in this physicality, right? Uh, we're made out of the substance of the earth from us from a physical perspective, but energized or infused with the energy of spirit of God, the divine. And so, to be humble means, in essence, once to recognize that you are made out of the substance of the earth, but more importantly, to be grounded on the earth. So today's guided meditation will begin with a process to help us feel more grounded in our bodies and then to the earth. So that from that sense of connection and unity with the earth, we can also receive the nurturing love and energy from the earth. The earth itself is a living organism. And so one of the things that's happened is because of our modern day society and walking on like two inch rubber soles, um, we have 
become disconnected from the earth, the energy, the electromagnetic field that actually it's part of the ground, the earth. And so one of the things that initiates the process of reconnecting with the earth is the minute when you give yourself permission to start walking either barefoot on the planet or using some kind of exercise or practice to ground yourself. All right, we begin again grounding ourselves in our body and then grounding ourselves to the planet, recognizing the connection that we have with Mother Earth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just um, I'm just remembering right now. I remember reading a few weeks back a comment from someone to one of the videos on YouTube where I was speaking about the Christ um, and healing through the heart of Christ, and then I spoke about. Uh, feeling appreciation for Mother Earth. And then someone said, you lost me at Mother Earth. <laughs> and that is one of the essence. I think that's one of the byproducts of our um, of religion, right? Where nature suddenly has been taken out, where divinity has only been now ex experienced or expressed as just some kind of image uh, of God that lives up in the sky that was here at one point with us and then threw us out of paradise. And then since then, we've been disconnected from paradise, from the earth, and doing everything that we can to get back in. And so the journey to this paradise, actually, I believe, begins when you start coming into your own body, reconnecting with the earth, beginning to embrace the fact that you are made out of the substance of the earth, yet infused with the energy of the divine, that we're both human and divine. The divine aspect within yourself, what I normally refer to as your holy Christ self. You're part of nature. You're part of Mother Earth, made of the exact same elements of the Earth. Within you, there is fire. Within you, there is earth, wind, water. All of them within you. All of them. So humility begins the moment you begin to recognize the your inheritance, your earthly inheritance, what makes you human. And, and then, excuse me, and then from that perspective, recognize that everyone around you is also made out of the exact same substance. And that we're here all temporarily. And that we're all subject to the same karmic laws and the same human experience. We're all subject to being born, experiencing pain, experiencing trauma, experiencing also the joy of being alive, um, falling in love, having our hearts broken, the body getting sick, decaying, aging, and eventually dying to this physical reality, our bodies returning to the earth. And so to be humble is also to recognize and embrace the human condition. And so that we can begin to see each other from the same perspective. One of the things about this word, humility, to be part of the earth, to be one with the earth, to stand on the earth, is the idea that 
when I stand on the earth and you're standing on the earth, it means we're both at the same level. It means nobody's higher, nobody's lower, nobody is, as Dr. John Demartini would say, nobody's on a pedestal and no one is on the pit. You know, one of his uh, famous phrases are, or is, um, no one deserves to be put on a pedestal, nor the pit. Everyone deserves to be put in your heart. And that is the essence of what I believe humility as a virtue of the heart is ultimately all about. Putting people in your heart. Anybody that you put on the pedestal that you've seen as somehow better or superior to you, bring them down to the earth. Humanize them. They stink like you. They pee. They poop. They fart. They have bad breath in the morning. They have they burn their toes. Okay. They also have wonderful, beautiful gifts and virtues like you do. But no one deserves to be put on a pedestal or a pit. Every time you put somebody up on the pedestal, you see them as superior as you. Guess what you're doing? You're putting yourself down on the pit. And every time you do that, um, you lose that sense of humility. In other words, that same grounded of being where we're all the same. So humility is, as I've been saying, one, the ability to feel connected to the earth, to recognize that you're made out of the substance of the earth. You're, and with that, your humanity and everything that of what it means to be human. All right, we all share that. You know, I, I, through the academy, I facilitated a nine-month training program in heart leadership. And one of the skills that I teach my leaders is the skills of coaching, specifically the framework of heart intelligence coaching. And what makes this modality of coaching different is that the coaching is done at the same level. It's not done as I am a, I'm an expert and I'm going to be telling you exactly what to do. Um, quite the opposite. It's about being a guide on the side who's sharing with you um, also my own struggles, uh, my own challenges. And so I coach from my own humanity. I coach from my own experience. And that is what allows, I think, for people to feel more connected to each other, to develop a deeper sense of trust, and to know that the coach or the person that I'm working with is just like me. They may be a little bit more advanced on the journey. They may have a little bit more experience in things I'm struggling with, but they're just as human and as flawed and as broken as I am in so many cases. And in fact, it is because of all that brokenness that they have become such great guides, teachers, and coaches, right? Because of all the experiences that, in essence, have gained them or given them a tremendous amount of wisdom. Okay, so it's a different kind of coaching. It, it's coaching at the same level, all right? Hello, Veronica, Camargo, Shaheen, Walter, some of you guys who are just joining us just now, Nat Natalie, Natalie. <laughs> I was going to say it in Spanish, Natalie. Uh, welcome, those of you who are joining us just now. All right, the third thing that I wanted to share before we go into this guided meditation on humility um, was something that 
I think once you hear it, will probably accelerate your journey of spiritual growth. Humility is the capacity or the ability to ask for help. To in essence say to yourself or to another person, you know what? I don't know what to do now. I need some help. Can you please help me? When you get down on your knees and you begin to pray, at that moment, you not only ground yourself in your reality and your humanity, but the moment you say, God, help me, or you reach out to somebody, to your partner, to your friend, to somebody, and say, listen, I need some help. I can't do this on my own. I feel lost, I feel helpless, I feel confused, whatever. The moment you let go of this idea that you have things figured out, that it has to be done your way or the highway, which is what, in essence, pride is all about. The moment you opened up and you're willing to receive some help at that moment, your growth begins to accelerate like you have no idea. This is one of the reasons why I'm always encouraging anybody I talk to, any client, to invite the presence of a spiritual teacher or master to enter into their hearts, to welcome the presence of Jesus or Mother Mary or Kuan Yin or one of the archangels. You know, I really don't care. It all depends on your peripheral tastes, your your sorry, your your personal taste and preferences on what resonates with you. But the most important thing is that you invite that divine help. All these divine beings are in essence expressions of the one. So when you summon their help, you summon the help of the one, right? The one power, the one presence that is the only presence that governs the entire cosmos. We call it God for lack of a better word. But remember, God is not a person. God is the presence that permeates all of life. It's the force, the field in which we live, breathe, and have our being. So the moment you ask for help, at that moment, an acceleration begins to take place. You begin to be shown the way. Now, one of the beautiful things that happens the moment you, in essence, get down on your knees or very close to the ground, um, come back to the level of your humanity. Embrace the fact that you haven't figured things out. Ask for help. One of the things that begins to happen at that moment, you literally bow down to the heart. If you've ever been in a position where you get down on your knees and you bow down, right? The way you would bow down to a guru or a servant would bow down to his master. What you notice is really happening at that moment is that the head, which represents the intellect, right? At that moment, the head is lowered. And guess what rises? The heart, right? Because when your head, your forehead is touching the ground, at that moment, the heart rises. So the symbolism behind the mere act of getting in your knees, touching your forehead with the ground or kissing the ground in which you are kissing the mother, the earth, Pachamama, who gave you 
her substance or elements that it's the blood that flows through your veins the fire that ignites your heart the wind that moves through your lungs all the substance of the earth and making up your body the moment you recognize your oneness with the earth at that moment whoa, the heart rises in joy and says yes I'm open now to receive from the mother. I'm open to receive wisdom. I'm open to receive guidance. All right. And then this is the essence of what true humility is. It denotes a willingness to learn, to see things differently, to embrace your humanity, to see yourself as your brother, as your sister. And then from that space, experience a deeper level with connection of connection with the earth with yourself, with your own divinity, your own inner guidance system, your own Holy Christ self, and then the presence of the divine outside that now begins to guide your life. Now, the last thing I wanna say, beware of what it's been uh, called or referred to as a false sense of humility, okay? False sense of humility. Have any of you guys acted from a false sense of humility? I know I have. <laughs> this is when you claim to know more than you think you know, when you claim to have things figured out, yet your attitude is one of humility. And so you kind of walk around looking like you are humble and look oh look how hard i'm meditating and praying and look how much money i'm giving to other people and the poor and help them out and it's this kind of sense like look at me how humble i am how spiritual how loving how forgiving i am i forgive you <laughs> you know it really is a, what we what we refer to or what I'm referring to as a false sense of humility, it's in essence pride disguised as humility. I'm still here feeling proud of how humble I am being, or how forgiving, how spiritual, how whatever compassionate I am being, you know? Oh brother, I send you so much compassion. You need so much compassion. There's so much dark energy around you. <laughs> I send you compassion, you know? So this is that kind of sense where you're saying things that may look like humility and lovingness when it actually isn't. It's just simply pride. And so we've all done it, okay? We're all like little children along the path of becoming more loving, you know, at first there's the idea of what loving it looks like. And then we start trying to embody this idea, what it looks like by like little kids who pretend to be Batman. We're all like that. We pretend to be the superhero. We pretend to be spiritual. We pretend to be this or that. But little by little, we begin to get a deeper understanding of what it actually means to be, to be humble, to be compassionate, to be loving. So if humility is not there, then don't be humble. If you're in your pride, it's you you probably do yourself a much bigger favor if you just simply admit it like, yes, I feel proud and it's my way and it, this way, you know, and at least own it rather than pretend to be something that you're not. 
Um, it's the same thing with being loving. If you're not feeling loving, then don't try to be loving because uh, from an energetic perspective, most people will know the distinction between when you are in a truly loving way of being or where, you, where you're just trying to be loving. Okay, so stop trying to be loving. Just be you with whatever it is that you're feeling. And if humility arises after you've exhausted all ways of being and things of doing, if finally you come to a place where you give up and surrender and say, God help me, universe guide me, archangels help me, whatever, you opened up to receive some divine assistance, then know that only then at that moment you know, true humility is, is emerging in your life. All right. That's all I have to say about that. Mm. Let's begin our guided meditation, shall we? I will play some soft meditation music in the background. To help us enter into this state of greater receptivity. All right. Own it, baby, says Helen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, would that be the ego? Yes, of course. Yes, would that be the ego? It's always the ego. Like the uh, the like the book. There's a there's a book title. The ego is not your amigo. <laughs> it actually is. I actually disagree with the title of the book. I mean, the ego. The main reason it exists is to help you survive, to protect you, to keep you from pain, to keep you from um, suffering. Is basically it's all its nature. It's preserving life, keep you from experiencing pain or discomfort. And so, yes, of course, the idea is not to enter into a battle or trying to kill the ego. You kill the ego, then you're like, hello, anybody there? And then there's nobody. We need a personality, right? I think that what needs to happen and this is why we will ultimately do this work is to allow the ego instead of serving its own agenda which is life preservation which is on its own self-interest to allow the ego to be at the service of the heart of love which is then um transforms the ego okay so that's what we want to do we want to in essence enroll the ego into our love agenda melt it if we're going to talk about dissolving it or killing it or whatever you know melt it with compassion the way you would you know when you see a little kid who's like i don't want to go I don't like you i hate you and then you kill them with sweetness and love and pampering. And then suddenly they're smiling and they're like, okay, I'm coming with you. I love you. It's the same thing. Okay. You enroll the ego's support and the ego, the intellect, 
your rational mind, all the set of beliefs and everything that make up who you are, your personality, the character that you have become, all of that. So when that personality, which by the way, the word personality comes from the Greek persona, which means mask. So when the mask, the character is now serving love, it's being of service to all of life, of service to others, to spirit, then it becomes a, an amazing, amazing servant. So think of it as the ego, as a master, it's a terrible master because it seeks its own pleasure. It's very narcissistic. Our ego, the core of our ego is very narcissistic. But when it plays at the service of love, then it can accomplish wonderful, wonderful things. So the ego is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. Ego Earth guide only. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, girls, let us begin. I invite you to bring the awareness now to your physical bodies by placing one or two hands over the heart. It doesn't matter if it's the right or the left hand, as long as you bring the awareness to the physical body, especially to the area in the center of your chest to your heart chakra as you gently close your eyes. And begin to breathe straight in and out of the heart. Allow that breath to become slower than you would normally breathe. To become deeper so that you're breathing through the heart and then down into the stomach. Offering a softening to all the organs the intestine, the pancreas, the liver, all that area. You're sending all that energy down into the body. Allowing this breath now to also become nice and even so that the inhale and the exhale are approximately the same length. So that if you're breathing on a count of four, you're exhaling on a count of four or five, five, six, six. For example, you're inhaling in one, two, three, four, exhale one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, and so on. As you breathe in and out, you give yourself permission to relax the head, the neck, and the shoulders. 
relaxing the torso, the pelvic area. Relaxing the legs, your feet. Returning to the full awareness of what it means to be human. Incarnated. The word incarnated means in the flesh. Inhabit the fullness of your human flesh. Made out of the substance of the earth. You are humus. You are earth. Come from the earth and shall return to the earth. In the same way in which you are spirit, made of spirit and shall return to spirit. Imagine that there is a bright red light at the bottom of your spine, specifically in the area we normally refer to as your root chakra that extends from the perineum, the area between your anus and your vagina or your scrotum. That Spot right there is where your root chakra begins. See a red crimson sun right there. Bright red light shining there. And imagine, see and feel this red light now growing in intensity as it begins to Extend this light and race down into the ground. As you do this, feel your feet on the ground. Feeling your connection with the earth, the mother. Gaia, Pachamama, so many different names are ancestral traditions I've found for this beautiful planet in which we live. Imagine this light growing in intensity. As you now begin to grow roots through the soles of your feet. Roots that begin to go down into the planet. As the light from your root chakra continues to beam down into the earth. Grounding yourself on the planet. Giving yourself for the next few moments permission to release and let go of any old feelings. Any sense of 
feeling alone. Like you don't belong here. Any sense of feeling like a stranger in a strange land. Any sense of feeling unsupported. Letting it all go. Perhaps there was an early childhood trauma where someone abandoned you, hurt you. And a thought was created that said, I'm not safe. I'm not welcome. I'm not worthy or deserving. Let that go. It's time. It happened in the past. It happened a long time ago. And it's time to let the past go. See it flowing through these roots down into the earth. See it beam with the light down into the earth. And now say it. I am one with the earth. I am made out of the substance of the earth. I allow the earth to hold me, nurture, and support me. With every inhalation into the heart now, imagine that you're now sucking up the life force energy from the earth. The energies from the earth, crystalline core, nurturing now these roots, bringing nurturing energy to your root chakra. See, feel, and imagine Earth giving you its healing in the same way in which a mother would hold a tiny babe. As you do this, imagine a five-year-old version of yourself inside of your heart. Receiving this nurturing love and care. And as you do this, allow me to speak the following words of prayer on your behalf. In the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus the Christ, the Sacred Heart of Mother Mary. 
in the name of the entire spirit of the great white brotherhood. All the saints from different traditions will walk the earth and continue to guide us into the heart of God. In the name of the elemental life of the planet, earth, wind, fire, and water, I call forth the nurturing, loving, creative energies of Gaia to bring healing, restoration into our hearts. On behalf of every person here right now, or anyone who's listening or watching this replay, I declare, I am one with Mother Earth. Mother Earth is one with me. I am made of the substance of the Earth. I recognize my earthly inheritance. Feeling a deeper connection and sense of unity with the planet. And claim right here and right now, this is my home. I am loved, nurtured and supported. Any sense of not belonging, being a stranger, is now dissolved by the power of the love of our beloved Mother Earth. As I allow myself to receive from the Mother, Heavenly Father, Fill our hearts with thy radiance. Allow every atom, cell, organ within our body temple to be now fully restored. Let the divine essence of thy loving heart restore our connection with ourselves with others, our home in this planet and with our own divinity. Unify, unify, unify all of that which has become separated. Restore, restore, restore the harmony of the whole in me. Anchored on our home on this earth, I declare. I am worthy of love and prosperity. 
I am supported by unseen forces. I am at home wherever I am. I am loved, guided, and supported. I am an essential part of the whole. I am loved and I am safe. I am loved here and now. I belong to my heavenly father and earthly mother. I am humility in my heart. Humility flows from me and returns to me. I am at home right where I am. See yourself now slowly reclaiming these roots, imagining now, beginning now to return back into your body. Imagine also this five-year-old child version of you being held in your heart. Radiate this child within you with a field of love, appreciation, and tell him or tell her, I love you, I am with you, you're loved, you're worthy. You are an important part of the whole. Grounded in our hearts, grounded in the heart of the mother, grounded in the heart of our Heavenly Father. We are humility in 
in our hearts. Take a mental note of what humility feels like in the body, to feel grounded to your essence, both human and divine. To know that you're walking this path with others. We're all in this together, figuring it out together. No one deserves to be put on a pedestal. No one deserves to be put on a pit. Everyone deserves to be put in your heart. Hmm. Okay, we begin now our return to the full awareness of our presence in our rooms and our surroundings. And on the count of three, one, gently wiggling our toes. Ah. Imagining we're coming back from a long journey back home. And we're returning to our other home. Two, opening our eyes, feeling more grounded, present to ourselves, noticing our surroundings. And three, feeling grounded in your body, here and now. Welcome. Mm. How are you feeling? Remember these Gata meditations are always here available. So if after you've had the opportunity to experience them, you like to come back and do them just to remember what this feeling feels like with this vibration of gratitude, appreciation, forgiveness, humility or any of the virtues that we're going to be continuing to cover over the next few weeks, remember you can always come back. We are in essence training ourselves to align with these emotions, to welcome these emotions, to allow these emotions to over time become the predominant vibrations or awareness from which we are experiencing life. Mary Rinaldi says, very nice session, Gabs. By the way, I love the color of that T-shirt. <laughs> Blessed Mother Mary and Archangel Michael colors. Happy Mother's Day this Sunday to all of the mothers celebrating. Oh, you know what? I just forgot that I actually, this thing allows me to show comments, the new platform. So now be careful the comments you make because they'll be featured. So I can just actually highlight them. Uh, Walter says, I needed this today. I'm going to pass this on, Gabriel. Yes, definitely need that. Um, Cindy says the same. This was so needed. Thank you. Love and gratitude. You're very welcome. Beautiful. Peace be with you, says Walter. Thank you, Walter. Anna, love and thank you. You're very welcome, love. All right, so next week when we continue on this series of the virtues of the heart, um, we will be tackling 
the next one, which is understanding. Okay, understanding. Uh, five, five, five gateway. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's very true. Ana Lopez. Okay, great. You're welcome, Geraldine. Thank you, all of you guys who are posting your comments. All right. Well, I wish you a fantastic rest of the week. I hope you're walking away feeling more grounded to yourself, more connected to the planet, and that you you take with you this feeling onto your next activity um, so that you can show up from this place of this greater awareness of true humility that again has nothing to do with being pious or spiritual it just has to do with being very grounded in your own humanity all right until the next time please remember you're deeply loved you matter you're important you're an essential part of the whole okay i send you all my love and i look forward to seeing you again very soon bye bye for now